This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Yudbeis, last halacha. The whole vadava kehu. Sedramam says he's 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 been saying now that all of these descriptions of Hakadosh Baruch Hu are simply metaphors. Kol advarim alol ukeitzim and shneim betorbidu neviim. Any type of thing mentioned in the Torah or in the neviim. Hakol marshal umelitzahem. They are all a metaphor, which is there is a difference actually between the Torah and neviim as far as metaphors go. In, in Torah, you find metaphors, words, like Yad Hashem, Ein Hashem, but in, um, in the Navi, you'll find an entire description, like a, a, a dream that's a metaphor, which you don't find in Torah. In Torah, you, don't, um, def- you do not uh, understand any parasha as a metaphor, whereas Navua, certain Navuas are metaphors completely. He saw... A, a pot boiling, and he saw a stick of, of shkedim. All of those things are metaphors in, in Tanakh, and the Ramah speaks a lot about it more in Vuchim, but words relating to the Shabbat have to be a metaphor. It's because what, it's what they saw? They saw. In Navi or in... No, the Navi, yes, the Navi. yes, in Navi it's what they saw, and therefore the whole thing is a metaphor about something. Kemoshnem, like it says, Yosheb HaShamayim Yishak, the one in heaven's laughs. They've gotten me upset with their nonsense. As Hashem has been happy. All of these are described by Chachamim in the term which is an interesting uh, application. The, the Gemara uses it only as um, when you have things that are grammatically strange, for instance, if you have a double lotion, like something is repeated twice in a pasik, Omar Yoimar, Nozila Hazir, is a typical one, where the Gemara says, one man says, you use it for halachic drush, Nozila Hazir to teach me Yodis Naziris or so on, and the other man says, Dibra Torah Kloshmi Adam, that repetition of a word is falls in line with Dibra Torah Adam. Using this description for the phrases that he's using it is his own application. He's, he's using that term to apply to this, which is not um, really what the Gemara means when it says The Gemara talks about grammar forms, where you repeat words or, or emphasize words, or whatever it is, and, and uh, he's talking about metaphors. He, I guess it's borrowing the Gemara's Lashon for it. V'cheinu Oma, similarly says, um, are they getting me upset? Now, the Rambam is, will now prove that all this is Now, I want to add something about this, about what the Rambam is, is going to do now. The Rambam is past the stage of hands and feet, referring to hands and feet. He also doesn't mean laughing in the sense that when we get tickled and, we, and the mouth opens up and, and, and we make a sound, any physical manifestation of being tickled is not what the Ram is talking about either. 
the Rambam is talking about emotions. And he speaks about the Zemoyne Vuchim. The emotions, emotions are also a corporality. When I say a person got angry, it's not, it's not physical in the sense, like physical, physical, like a table. But on the other hand, any type of, any way that I can fix a Kaddish Baruch Hu to a specific mode, to a specific um, feeling, is a type of corporality. Because I'm limiting him. When I say somebody's angry, I say, don't talk to him now, and if you're not careful, you're going to get a patch, and, and, and other things like that. I, I'm limiting somebody to a very specific form. That is not Shaya Takarish Baruch Hu either. Akarish Baruch Hu's Hanhogas all come from um, one central, let's call it Chachmasa Yisparach. But it's not emotions. It, when we speak of emotions on a person, we mean the person himself, his personality has been limited. When I say somebody got angry, what I mean to say is his niceness is shut off and he, this person is in a rage. As opposed to, let's say you take a teacher who is perfectly cool and he's, he doesn't lose himself and he's sitting and analyzing the class. Okay, what tactic are we going to use here? So the, 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 that in, the teacher is the same teacher. He hasn't changed, but he decides to use a different tactic. That is true of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses different expressions to pull us in line. Sometimes pleasant, sometimes harsh, but those are all tools. It's a toolkit. It's not a reflection on the personality that the personality has changed. So that, and this is a lot more difficult, because even people who believe in a God tend to impose their emotions on Hashem because that's what they're used to. They can't imagine that emotions are only on a, on a, on a nefesh level, they're a, they're, they're a body. They're bits and pieces of personality. It, it, it's, um, it, it's, it's corporal or in a, in, a, in a more fine sense than very physical objects, but it's still a human trait. It's, it's a human trait and it limits. The Ramam says, the Ramam Mordevuchim speaks about this, and he says, in, in, in the, we, are obliged to, we are obliged to emulate a Kaddish Baruch Hu in different ways. Just like he is, is, is um, merciful, so you to be merciful. Just like he grants favors, you should grant favors. And, and so on. Just like he is Kadosh, you should also be Kadosh. So the Rambam says in Moen Ravuchim, he adds an interesting point to that. Not only does it mean that we have to do things like Hashem, being kind and so on, more deeply than that, you have to do it the way in which Hashem does it. Not by, not by being swept up in your emotions, but by, but, but by um, deciding what emotions to use. In other words, everybody that sees a, a poor, uh, somebody in suffering is, has Rahmanas on him. But, but that, that it has to be Rahmanis that comes out of a decision because the right thing to do is a much more subtle type of Rahmanis. Because what will happen is, you, you, let's say you see a kid who's not, 
he's about to have an operation and he's not allowed to drink water before. And he begs you, please, a little water, a little water, a little water. And, you, you know, it's very hard to see that and say, okay, a little water, you're not doing him a favor. So, Rachmanis that starts from the emotional level is not really the Rachmanis that is a Kaddish Baruch Hu's. For us, the reactions that are, that are triggered at the reflex level are physical. That's the Mida of Rachmanis. That's the Mida of Katz. Somebody gets me upset, I blow, I blow my top at him. It has to be the way in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu does those things, which means from a decision, what is the right thing to do, and then to express it in, 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 in a feelings. So on the one hand, the feelings have to be genuine, but, but they have to come because the, the most pneumistic level person decided, this is the right thing. This is a time for closeness. This is a time for being away. This is a time for, for, for doing it this way. This is a time for doing it that way. And that's a very hard one because, you know, it's very hard to be a Baal Seichel and a Baal Regesh together. There's a Chazonish. The Chazonish had certain criticisms of the Musa movement. Uh, the Musa movement came to infuse people with spirit and with warmth and, and, and with feelings. It seems to be like a positive, positive, positive type of, of, of movement. It's it like coming out against apple pie and motherhood to, to come out against Musa. And yet, I mean, there were people that came out against Musa because of taking up t- time for learning and so on. But that's not, the Chaznish had a different angle that was a very interesting angle. And it, it fits him. He said like this. Um, he, he, he gives an illustration. We'll, we'll do the illustration first and then we'll go to the principle. He said in a certain town there was a, an old man with a long white beard who was a big tzaddik teaching little kids. And he made, a little, he made a precarious living out of teaching the kids. You know, there was just so many kids, and they, each one paid a little bit, but that's how he made his living. I, I guess schools always had a problem raising funds. <laughs> I guess that, that, was, that never changed. And one day, a young whippersnapper came, and he started pulling kids away from the school, and this poor man started losing his parnasa. So the town was up in arms, and they decided to, to, to um, drive this person out because there's a halacha that's called masigvul, that if somebody has a, a business, you're not allowed to uh, try and cut in on it. The, one second, okay. The, 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 this town didn't know the Gemara Babasa. Oh, okay. So, but you know, everybody said, listen, here you have this wonderful old tzaddik, and, and, and here you have someone cu- cutting in, and how terrible it is. And they drove him out of town. So the, the Chaznish said, the halacha is... The only area in which there is no Hasagas Kavul is Chinuch. Because over there, the, the level of Chinuch of the children is the paramount uh, uh, criteria. So, the, the, um, so now he says, the man, this young guy was right. The town people is wrong. They're the ones that are persecuting the innocent and not the other way around. So the Chaznish said like this. Musa moved at inspiring people at an emotional level. That they should be sensitive more and caring more, and so on. But the danger was that by addressing that and not knowing what's right and what's wrong, you'll end up persecuting the wrong person. Understanding what is the rights of different people and then putting the emotions to work is, is the right thing. It's the same way like a, a super sensitive doctor is when they bring in a horribly mangled patient, he closes off his sensitivity and he becomes very professional and, and, and doesn't 
think about their family and the, and the kid doesn't think about anything but the very technical details of what to do. And once that part of the job is done, he turns back on the warmth and emotions and, and, and commiserates with, with, with the kid or with the family, whatever it is. It's wrong to put the emotion before the understanding because emotions cannot tell right from wrong. All they can do is express right and wrong. So ma'ani rachum, just like a Baruch is a rachum by dint of chachm al yonah, that Baruch says now's the time for rachmanis and now's not a time for rachmanis. That's the same way. That's what the Ramam says in when he speaks about it in Imoran um, uh, Another place where the Ramam says something similar. I think we mentioned this Mishnah before. The Mishnah is a brachas and Megillah. It says al ken tzipa yagir rachmecha that. Your, we, we beseech HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he have pity on us just like he had pity on the bird that was HaKadosh Baruch Hu said you're not allowed to take the mother from, from, from the young so too HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, should, uh, should have Rachmi on us so it says Misal can also you, you tell him he, he has to stop being a chazan because he, he implies that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's midos are Rachmim and they're really xeros. So the understanding of it is that Shoysim Yisrach means that the ultimate core of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, what, what, what prompts the action is Rachmanis itself. In other words, every emotion is a reaction. I see something and say, oh, how terrible, or oh, how mean, and, and I react to it. By defining HaKadosh Baruch Hu's actions in those terms, I am really, in a sense, it, 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 it's heretical to define a Kaddish Baruch Hu in terms of human emotion. And, that, and that's a very, very hard thing. Even people who mean well, they kind of incorporate a Kaddish Baruch Hu um, into, into that emotion. And, and, and that's very wrong. The emotion is the form of expression of what's right and what's wrong. Would, it, would, it, would it at least a, a close analogy be the way a parent is supposed to raise a child. That exactly. The anger you show is measured. It's not emotional exactly. anger, but it's, it's what's called for. It, right. It, it, it's, or it's, it's a decision, right? It's a decision. Is it now the time to show the anger, or is it now the time to, to react? Is that, it, that's what you're... you're right. Yeah. I mean, they'd say about the Alto Slavotka that he would not, when he felt some, a Talmud of his did something wrong, he would wait a period of time before rebuking him because he said... He wanted the emotional anger to subside, and it be it be the measure of anger by what the seichel dictates, which is very very hard. So, Akadosh Baruch to think of Akadosh Baruch Hu's emotions in terms of emotions is also a form of corporality, and this is what most simple folk are are kind of mistaken about. You know, they think of Akadosh Baruch as being warm, as being rachmim. Those are the noblest things they can think of, and in a sense, they're they're, they're making a mistake. I was once sitting next to an Arab on a plane, and uh, I, I was fascinated by different people, and we got into conversation, and he was telling me, he, he said two things which I found fascinating. So he got this, he, he's a, he was an Arab, a Yored, he had lived in, in uh, Palestine, and then he had left 20 years ago, and he lived, believe it or not, near Borough Park, somewhere there, and he had a, a store, and was bemoaning the fact that his kids were no longer Arabs, and they were like, like they really forgot everything, whatever, interesting, a lot of interesting stories. But one thing, he, then he got into the topic of religion, and he says the only true religion is Islam because it's a religion of the heart, not of the mind. <laughs> and he said, and then he started saying some of the prayers, 
and you know he had like tears in his eyes. He got very, very, very choked up, and he said that Hashem is called Rahman. And do I know what Rahman means? So I said, no. Tell me what it is. So he said, you know, you know sometimes you get into a bad fight with somebody, and you really have it out against each other, and you're battling and this and that. And then you wake up and you say, you know, let's forget all about it. Let's, you know, let's be mevater, and you forget about it. I'll forget about it, and that's that. That's Rahman. So God is like that. In, in other words, God is totally irrational. It, it, it's, you know, a person's got emotions, he gets tired, and he says, you know, what the, what the, you know, heck, let's forget about it, and that's that. You know, he, he, was, the, the, he was putting, it's funny, because Islam ran away from any form of physical image, and they did a reasonably good job with that, but they, they fell into a pit of emotional um, corporalization of God, and that's it. And, 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 and the same seething, um, emotional um, heap that, that, that your typical Arab is, they pinned Hashem into that same mold, and that's that. So, so what the Ramam is saying here is not only concerning things that are physical, real physical, like hands and eyes and so on, not only, not even things that are a little more abstract, like he said, place, measure, right, left, and so on, but rather um, even things that are emotions are still the Ramam does say later on, we'll see in day as many chapters down the road, that the reason why Kajabov is described as that is because we are right in emulating his drachim. And certain drachim, in other words, there is something about a Kajabov called rachum that gives us information about the proper way to behave that we would not get by saying a Kajabov will help this person, that person, the other person. We'll see later when we speak about it. But, but, but uh, to take it literally that it was the most reaction is kfirah. And the Pasuk itself says, Do they think they will get me enraged? Now the Ramam proves it logically that this can't be the case. The Pasuk says, I, God, have never changed. And if sometimes he would get enraged and sometimes be happy, he would change. So the Ramam is saying here an important definition of what it means that God is immutable. Certainly there are changes in God as warranted by the people's needs. If, uh, in sometimes the Kaddish Baruch Hu is, is helpful, sometimes he's, he's stern. Those are not, they don't, they don't, that does not affect God's immutability. The same way, like, for instance, if I take somebody and I say, this guy's a pilot. And, you know, he's a fighter, he, he, he's a fighter pilot for the Air Force, and he's under severe stress, and he stays as cool as a cucumber, he doesn't change one drop on the pressure. Well, he does. He moves the plane right and forward and left and, and up and down and, 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 and so on and so forth. But those are changes that he is enacting in the outside to keep it in a certain, you know, in a certain flight pattern. He is not losing himself. If he were to get nervous, start sweating, uh, coughing, or, 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 or whatever, that would be called change. But the fact that there's a change towards the outward is not an immutability of that. Yes? You know, the, the Ramchal sort of starts off the whole dissertation of, of 
of Derech Hashem by, by saying that God is, is the source, is, is, is the ultimate good, the source of goodness, and he wants right. to be so good in his creation. Right. And if everything sort of flows logically right. from that. It, it, can't, can't you say to some extent on that basis that if, if you wanted to, to get close to an emotion that God has, that it's, it's love for his creations? Um, that, that, because how you can understand that, that God, God's entire reason for creating right. man was to bestow goodness upon him. Right. On, on an emotional level, and again, I'm not expressing it right, but, mm. but there's this feeling that, that you want to say that God loves you. It, it, but it, you're saying that... It's, no, no, no. no it, it's term. No, you, you're, you're definitely right. Let, let's try to understand just what we're distinguishing from what. Yeah. There's definitely a, a feeling that Rachum and Hanun and Tov and Chesed are appropriate. And they're right. And they definitely fall in line um, with what uh, it seems to be what Akash Baruch wants from us. I mean, the Vatsarech type of, of mitzvahs are, are in, in Akash Baruch Hu, Akash Baruch and so on and so forth. The difference is let's try to take it let's take a parent child relationship, it's always the best. Akash Baruch Hu's most basic um, most basic relationship to us is that he wants us. The, the, the thing we can say for sure is he wants us, because if he didn't want us, we wouldn't be here. You know, so Akadosh Baruch brought a world into being for Kiyom. That, by definition, in our terms, we're calling that point Tov. That's the ultimate point of reference. The fact that we were not, and Akadosh Baruch Hu made us, means we are. And his basic Ratzin is that we be. So, so in that sense, that's called tov. Now, us being means that we be spiritually pure, good, neshama people, um, rather because in as much as we get involved with physicality in a bad way, then, w- w- then we're part of the world of death, and we are not. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch who gave us an existence where we ourselves can determine more good, less good. The same way that a, a parent to a child's basic relationship is wanting. In other words, I want the child. And, and the primary emotion that, that you know, the, the next step is love. In other words, that's kind of the way it's expressed. So, so definitely, it's correct to say that the primary cash of HaKash Baruch is Ritzono Yisbarak. He wants us. It is correct that of the of the emotion, of the emotions, it is um, it is love that expresses it the best. But if the love comes from the bottom up, the way somebody likes a cute kid, or somebody likes somebody who grew around him, or the way a mother naturally has a child that she instinctively likes, and it's not the other way around where a person is saying with his seichel that it's mine, and this is me, and this is my achrayas, then all of a sudden, aberrations start creeping in. You start turning a blind eye towards the things that a kid is doing wrong. You don't correct them on certain things. You know, it's the instinctive reflex of emotion. If that's the expression of my inner understanding of the situation, then it's all positive. 
if it is, if it works on its own mechanism, in the way you'll, you'll, you'll find, I mean, w- one of the problems of mothers as they get older and, uh, is they keep mothering the children way past when, they, when it's counterproductive, when it becomes uh, a burden, when it becomes uh, obsessive, when it becomes crazy. And the reason is, it, it, it's not that a mother's basic emotions are not wonderful emotions, but since there wasn't Seichel that started it, so, so, so now the, 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 the um, end of it is, 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 uh, is a churban. There isn't, so we have to be very careful, to, A, to distinguish between the core, which is a seichel, let's call it for the best uh, way, to the outer expression of the emotion of love, which most of the time is correct. If, 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 a, if you see a parent with a child where most of the time there is love coming out, and some of the times there is discipline or harshness, they say, good, it's a loving relationship, it's the right relationship between the child, and the parent has the seichel that there are certain times we have to discipline. If you find that most of the time there, there is no, there, there is very little an expression of love and kirva, then you start asking yourself what's, what's going on over here. So you're right, when we, the Ramchal is expressing a Kodesh Baruch Hu's basic relationship to the world on a seichel level, which is he wants the world. I mean, that's almost the tautology. You know, if, if the world is there because he wanted it, then obviously he wants the world. You know, that, that, that's, that kind of proves itself. Now, the, there is a, a, a kind of emotional feedback to us which, through HaKadosh Baruch Hu's actions, which as a result of that expresses most of the time in, in what we would call love, in Ava. And yet, at certain times, it will, it, 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 that, that same warning us means we keep us away from danger. You know, a mother that lets the child play with next to an uh, open electric box because he, she can't bear to hear him cry, is really asking... Is, but you, you can say that, that everything that Hashem does for our own good is, is ultimately a source of, of love, ultimately. Yeah. Um, and that it just doesn't, we just don't necessarily see it. That's true, but by and large, just like my parents thought, we, we should definitely get to see things that even we can see. That was the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we were almost nobodies. We had very little in the way of our own merit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu went and took us out and taught us the Torah and, and changed our lives and so on and so forth. It is really, a, 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 that's where we saw that profound impression HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us. Um, then you have to see the love of the Holocaust. But, but, but it's a difference in taking it. If, if the only experience we had HaKadosh Baruch Hu was a Holocaust, it, it would be very hard to find it. The question is, but Becholzot, you know, how do you explain the Holocaust in light of the fact that we've survived 2,000 years of Holocaust? And so somewhere along the line, it, it's got to come into, into uh, it's got to come into play. You know, that's really, it, it, it's only because there's a backdrop of so many positive experiences that you, you say to yourself, so just like even a father that's severe, in Chinuch, <coughs> the problem is, there, it's a, a father that ignores a child creates more problems than a father that's very strict with a child. If there's a feeling that of care and love, but it's overdone, It'll create maybe some problems, but not the same problems as if there's a feeling that it couldn't care less. And so he says, so, but his proof is, So had there been change of emotions, that would be a different God. I mean, just like people are different. There are people, when we are be taken by our emotions, we're a different person. I say him, he's a different person when he's angry. You, you, you couldn't recognize him. 
that, that it means the person changed. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to say to say that emotions are can determine the person is is asking for um, trouble. It, 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 it's 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 making it corporal. The kolad varma elon mitzuyim el legufim afelim ashfelim shochne batachoma. All of these things are only possible to bodies that dwell in physical bodies. Ashabeofer yisodam which come from earth. I, even though the Rambam is kind of poetic over here, you know, he's, he, you know, he's saying this is only possible in lowly beings whose essence comes from earth and so on. There's also a point over here where the Rambam is, I think, alluding to something. The, the four elements as understood, by, um, as understood by the Rambam, and which he uses, is the four Greek elements of fire, water, earth, and air. Of those, earth is the most malleable. I mean, air and fire we really can't do much with. Water, you can put in different jars, but you can't really change it. It just, just keeps flowing. Earth, and Adam is called Adama, is, is something which is, alt, it's, it's, it's the clay of the world, actually. So we, since our being is inscribed in clay, it is always mutable. It's always changing, and change is possible. Akadosh Baruch Hu is not at all shy after that, and therefore doesn't change. Abu Baruch Hu Yisallah Vishermal calls Akadosh Baruch Hu is above this, and therefore change, even emotional sense, doesn't apply. Um, I'd like to add out something. He says over here that we finished the first pack. So, hey, first of all, we finished the first pack, which is quite an accomplishment. Secondly, the, um, I'd, I'd like to go back to a point he refers to, and he says, Dibra Torah Kolashem Adam. That the Torah spoke, uh, the Torah described these things in terms of human beings. Um, f- w- w- one point, the, the Rambam's understanding of this is, I think one spoke about it, is that it's, it's, these are metaphors that we use to describe it. When I'm trying to, to, to explain to somebody a concept that it's difficult for him, I use a metaphor which kind of it, it makes it easy for him to explain. So when a scientist is explaining something difficult, he'll say, um, you know, that this, this thing, it's a bridge, it's a wheel. He'll, he'll use some, some way to enlighten you with it, which is definitely the, the, the um, first way to approach these things. There are some problems with it. There are things that are mentioned in Tanakh that are not readily translated as metaphors. For instance, it says something about a, a, a beard, a white beard. It's hard to see what it's a metaphor for. You know, it's hand of God, foot of God, God being angry, God being this. Those are things that we can see as metaphors. Those other things are um, that as white as snow uh, and, and a beard as white as snow. It's, not, it's very, just very hard for us to get a feast of what are we referring to. What, what, what do we mean with that? The Mekubalim use a little bit of a different um, uh, understanding of it, and they, they use the different Torah in the following way. The Pasuk says, B'Tselem Elikim Baroso. HaKadosh Baruch created man in the image of God. It, it refers to the Neshama, the Neshama, the Koach HaBechira, the Koach HaVdas, all of those elements of a human being that are non-physical, then... That those are things that are mitzvahim. That's true. There's also another thing. The the human neshama is clothed in a body 
that physically resembles Akarish Baruch's Akarish Baruch's um, ac- activity, were it possible to give a physical um, likeness. In other words, symmetry. A human body is symmetrical. That it's not. It, it, it's, 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 so the Pasuk says that a Kaddish Baruch Hu was sitting in court and there were angels on the right side and angels on the left side and these were saying these were saying this, these were saying that so we say well that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is describing a scene where there are these and those it's the other way around a Kaddish Baruch Hu created a world where there are these and those lined up as equally as possible. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's kohos of Tov and kohos of Ra are as equivalent as could possibly be. That's what he wanted the world. So we have a phenomenon of things that are equal but opposite. Exactly equal but opposite. Just like any type of force in physics, pluses, minuses, spins this way, that way, the other way, all f- everything is built on a duality of forces going this way and that way. Now, that is a reflection. HaKadosh Baruch Hu built the world in a way where every single, every single element has this way and that way. They're exactly equal. You, uh, uh, the difference between an electron and a positron, I think is the opposite particle, is th- they're exactly the same, but they're opposite. The only thing I can say about them is they're exactly the same if you study each one individually, and when they come together, they annihilate each other, and they become a nu- neutral in, in, in all re- respects. So, in a human being, we have a, a body, and, and this is one of the phenomena, I think it's called chorality, right? Right and left uh, alignment, Choral- I think it's called chorality, if I'm not mistaken, where the human body is, 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 is symmetrical, it's built with right and left, that is almost equal in, in, a, in a lot of the areas. Some of the areas not, but most of it, certainly what we can see, it's, it's equal. That is a result of being B'Tselem Olakim. So if you're to take Yumin and Smol and bring it down to a most vivid and physical being, it is human being. It, it, it is human form of right and left. The human form has the head on top with all of the primary intellectual faculties the mind, the ears, the eyes, the nose. Then it, and the voice. It's connected by a, thin, by a thin bridge to the next section of the body, which starts with hearts and lungs and circulatory system, and then descends down to um, a, a food system, a stomach and, a, and liver and, and kidneys, etc., etc. That is a, a, a physical reflection of how certain anhogas work. They start with the highest level, goes to second level, it goes to third level. Um, they actually, it's represented in Sfarim by the letters Melech, Moach, Lev, and Kaved, which, which is, you know, that's the way it works. A person has two feet that can only work in harmony. He has two hands that can work together, but can work independently also. Every single element the two hands have ten fingers, five on each, also opposite. Every single element of that has, it is, it's not that it has a reflection, it is a reflection of it. Just like if I take any, if I take any, any, any object and I put a piece of wax on it, and I take off the piece of wax, it's going to have the exact fold over there. Whatever this had, the impression that it made. 
So since we were created by, by Kaviyochel being an oppression on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so therefore every single part of us will accurately ref- is, is the reflection, it's the result of being an impression of some... So if a, if, if a human being has a beard, that, 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 then, then Kaviyochel, a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Hanhaga, had something that we can associate. We may not know what it is. It, 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 may not, it, it, it may not be meaningful to us, but it's endless no matter what. There is nothing that a person has. And that's why Kabbalah language is full of human descriptions. It, it's not because the easiest metaphor, it's because it's the emes. The emes of, uh, is, you only have to take a look at the physical reflections. A, a, a lot of phenomena we study in science are not seen in their own light, but you see the effect it has. You look in a cloud chamber and you see a streak. You didn't see the particle going through it, but if there's a streak there, it means that something went through it and cut through it. You you, you have um, uh, you have like a, um, a a shield, the back of an object, and then you bombard with particles. Whatever happens to that to that um, screen in the back, you know is the result of particles blocking, not blocking, ricocheting. A lot of things we study by seeing the effect. So if the effect of somebody being created with Tzalm Kim is that there's a Rosh on top and then there's a Tzavar that's narrow and, and, the, and the coal comes from a combination of the Tzavar with the Seichel, all of those elements are reflections of Elokos. So the Rambam says the first level Pshat, which is, defini- is definitely right in the Pshat of it, that these are metaphors used to describe phenomena that we're f- familiar with and, and we can use that to imagine something about Kaddish Baruch Hu. And like, and like the Rambam says, these are the only things that are really meaningful to us, and that's why we use this imagery, to, to, show, it that, to show us that it, it really exists. But on the deeper level, um, on the level that the Kabbalim see it is, these metaphors are not simply metaphors to be helpful hints. They are the physical representation of those in Yanim that are Kila Ruchni. And, and, uh, and we are, in every single aspect of a human being, can be extrapolated back to the source that is reflecting. Okay, so we'll hold it here. We finish with base. We finish with Um I think next time will be some break. Next Tuesday is our Pesach. Okay.